Get ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. <laughs> Secret Girls Club. Secret Girls Club. Hello. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everybody to our Wednesday Super Secret Girls Club. This is Navi. Marqueta. And we have a guest here. Jamie hello. Lamping. Am I saying their mind Lamping? You got it. Like okay. camping, but with an L. Oh, I love it. Love it. Um, she's here. Um, she's uh, locally here from uh, Eighth Day Distillery that is local based. Um, so we just wanted to invite her and I guess go over what the distillery does and what you're doing in your life and how it can help other people listening to us and just have an informal conversation. Yes. All right, go let's from do it. there. We, um, we found out that we have uh, a lot of supporters here that love alcohol. <laughs> yes. We recently worked, we recently worked with a, a whiskey company on a promo yeah. and we ended up selling out of those. It's crazy. So yeah, I think that a lot of people will be interested in yeah. this conversation <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah things we are finding out we are nerds but also love alcohol like okay <laughs> we found that venn diagram that works perfectly for it's us it's a circle <laughs> <laughs> it is so jamie tell us a little bit about yourself so you are co-owner for the eighth day distillery um what is eighth day distillery and why is it called eighth day all right um my husband and i opened eighth day distillery we signed our lease in 2015 mm-hmm. we have an amazing team yeah. we're small but we're mighty yeah. um we called it eighth day we just called it the distillery the distillery for mm-hmm. like two years yeah uh, we were both working full time and my husband traveled a lot for corporate america and would go to the west coast often gotcha. visited a lot of different breweries came home and said, we're going to open a brewery. And I told him, you're insane. No, we're not. (laughs) So then all of these wonderful breweries started opening. Um, Sun King, we got involved with um, the Brewers Guild and started working festivals. Then he he kept traveling. We would talk about it, but not serious talk. Just just in passing. Like, thing we should do. We should do this. Yeah. But like, yeah, sure. We're in our 20s. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. So, um... Fast forward a few years later, he keeps traveling, and then he's going to different distilleries. Um, West Coast is always more ahead of the times than us. So um, he came home and he said, we're not going to make beer. We're going to make whiskey. Yeah. I'm like, you're insane. (laughs) We talked about it for a long, long time. um, And then I basically told him to shit or get off the pot. Yeah. So kicked him off the ledge. Um, We decided to call it Eighth Day Distillery because... We were still working full time. Mm-hmm. We just needed an extra day in the week, an eighth uh, day to work on our passion project. Oh, I that love it. Great. Yeah, I love, I that. love it. We need. We all need eighth day in a week yeah. to do things. That's Wouldn't perfect. Wouldn't you love to have an extra day oh, to yeah. do whatever you wanted? I would love to have any extra time. <laughs> any, Sleep, drink, whatever. Anything, any yeah. extra time I can day. Um, yeah. That's actually an amazing uh, name for a distillery. I didn't realize that's where it came from, but yeah. that, that's actually perfect. Yeah. That's good. So distillery, um, is it because you guys, like your husband wanted to make whiskey or just in general, all everything that comes with distillery? Because that's a huge venture to take on. It is. And there's a lot of different spirits that you can make. Yeah. So um, we are under the artisan distillery umbrella. Okay. So mm-hmm. our bar is a little bit different. 
everything that we serve, we have to make mm-hmm. in um, regards to spirits. Gotcha. So um, we have a lineup. We launched the market with our rum and our gin uh-huh. as we socked bourbon away because, you know, that takes time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just have lots and lots of barrels um, since inception. So since we started making whiskey in 20. 20- 17 gotcha we um around fourth of july time frame of this year we will fill barrel 1000 oh wow so it'll be a milestone and nice. yeah we'll take a little video and put it out there on all yeah. the, the social webs <laughs> i love it yeah. i love it so you guys said that you did this as a part-time when did you move mm-hmm. from part-time being a full i'm assuming you're full-time now yes yeah so yep. when did that transition happen and how did that look like so my husband worked still as a contractor uh-huh. and he worked part-time but he was able to work remote so uh-huh. he was full-time for a while yeah. but still had other obligations yeah. um but he was officially full-time in 2019 okay um and then i was officially full-time just last year oh wow yeah oh nice how does that feel being full-time now it feels great yeah, yeah. like um, something you were doing does that still did that i guess cut down your hours you were spending or is it still the same hours just one thing now? it was still the same hours yeah. it just uh doesn't feel as chaotic yeah. <laughs> Well, I should I should rephrase that. It that depends on the week with yeah, everything yeah. else going on. But right. um no, it's great. It was bittersweet. I loved my my job that I had nice. and, mm-hmm. and missed that office. But yeah, this yeah. is where we need to be. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you become full time? Three years ago, four uh, years ago? It was in two thousand seventeen as well. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, because everybody here started yeah. part time and then slowly one by one, like, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we need this. Yeah, part time, but I feel like every time we talk to um, a business owner, it's it's kind of like always like similar. You transition, to ours, yeah. So it's like a very slow transition. Mm-hmm. I really wish there was <laughs> something I could do that I'm just like, I am full time here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. But that doesn't always. That rarely ever happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and having a full time job that's remote is helpful. Um, at least like I think that kind of helped during pandemic as well with a lot of people being remote it's like okay I can spend this time a little bit else that I might enjoy and then see if that can mm-hmm. be turned to full time so that's that's really good but that's good so Jamie I was reading your website so you spearhead events and mm-hmm. pop-ups and all yep. like that stuff is that where your background is or is that something you wanted to do and no. it gives this opportunity oh no I worked I worked for a dentist okay oh wow <laughs> In people's mouths all the time. <laughs> so, nope, totally different. Okay. Um, my husband and I complement each other very well. He's more of an introvert. I'm more of an extrovert. Perfect. So, um, yeah, I doing outside stuff and yeah. bringing other people. We want to collab with people who are doing cool things in the city. So having different pop-ups or inviting people in yeah. to do different market markets and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, cool. So was your um, was your husband's job kind of in the same sphere of, like, service or distilling? Service, no. no. But he is a mechanical engineer. Okay. So um, he loves to nerd out about all of the, like, science and chemistry part uh-huh. of distilling. So it works distilling. out perfectly for yeah. him. Yeah. Yes. So it's very um, mechanical. Mm-hmm. Um, just he ran a lot of the steam lines that go to our equipment. Awesome. Um, just... We nice. wear all of the hats. 
Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. And I think that that's helpful, especially like because my understanding is distillery and brewery. There is a lot of science that goes behind it, like a mechanic. You have to be so precise because all I know is from Chris when he worked in Sun King. Mm -hmm. Like this is how much time you need this and what needs to be done. It's like, I don't know. It just went over my head. Yeah. Just give me alcohol (laughs) and buy (laughs) it. Go from there. He does tours and tastings that are scheduled and he's like, tries to feel the group out or uh-huh. sometimes they'll be like oh yeah we went to rose holman or we went to yeah. i'm an engineer and he's like yes i can geek out with you <laughs> <laughs> we can go full force like full potential uh-huh. unleashed <laughs> i love it have, uh, what are your favorite events that you may have put out or are there events that around indianapolis that you love attending and being being there so we do both off-site okay. and on-site events yeah um we actually just signed a lease and we acquired nineteen thousand more square feet oh wow so we will have an area for a barrel house we will have yeah. um, an area for storage and then we'll have um we're adding on two thousand square feet for events oh nice so we'll be able to utilize that space um early fall yeah um to host more more things we always do uh twice a year we do an event with this gal named conti um she's awesome and she's a plant freak and she brings in rare species of plants and other vendors that we have come in and we have like a pottery gal a clay um earring person a woodworker a little propagation station and it's just a lot of fun. And she brings a lot, a lot of energy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We need more event space in Indy. So yeah. that's like a very good venture idea to go into for sure. Like, I think Indianapolis, like, this is growing. People are looking things to do. So yeah. that's always expanding. It'll be very raw, but it'll be like, oh, come have a birthday party. Exactly. Or, yeah. yeah. You just need a space that's like right. outside of your house because you don't, right. you don't want to make mess at your own house. <laughs> So I'm assuming that your expansion is happening like within the CCIC building? Yes. That's nice. awesome. Yep. Yeah. So we will be essentially from us all the way to Foling. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. So, yeah. People who are listening who are not in Indianapolis, CCIC building is just this building that a lot of people know and don't know at the same time. Yeah, it's like a I hidden gym. Um, and like people I will talk to and they're like, where is that? It's like just close to Mass Ave. Like there's studios, there's artists like happening. Like we have First Friday where all the artists open up the studios. Um, it's, it's just a building that has a lot of, a lot of stuff happening. And then people miss it because they oh, yeah. drive through. It's yeah. like, oh, I don't know what this is. Like, no, stop. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. There's over a hundred different artists within the building. And like a blown glass maker a brewery us fooling <laughs> so chatty chocolate like it's just Crazy. a hodgepodge of like awesome other businesses yeah and it's almost like like you said a little hidden gym mm-hmm. it is definitely for sure and i think that's something true for all all most of the cities like there's always this one warehouse that has a bunch of things happening and from outside it looks nothing but like once you go yes. and it's like oh there's right. just so much that they need to advertise better or something like they yeah I, I, I love those projects when you like reclaim an older building mm-hmm. that's just falling apart and try to make something out of it because there's so many oh yeah like and it just makes me so sad every time i see it and i'm just like there's so much potential yeah <laughs> so much potential in this building like, where are all the investors like why are we building all these new apartment buildings that look one and the same all right the time? like let's do something with what we already have right yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's actually a great segue. So um, I guess the question I have, we have Midwest, I think is a big on microbreweries and distilleries mm-hmm. uh, compared to West. <laughs> so I, getting into a distillery business, I know it can be scary because you need to know how you can set yourself apart from the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, how did you guys make try to figure out like, okay, this is how we're going to make ourselves different so people can come to us. Um, yeah, question. I guess that's where yeah. I'll stop my question. <laughs> um, we wanted to focus on consistent quality products, nice. but mm-hmm. also have a product line that had different spirits within that product line. We didn't want to just focus on whis- whiskey or just gotcha, focus gotcha. on rum. Right. So we launched to the market actually with our rum. There's uh-huh. nowhere... Um, in the Midwest that's making a good rum. Most of it is south. So we partnered with a seventh generation family farm down in Louisiana. We get molasses and sugarcane delivered to us. So we launched with our our rum. And then um, we love gin and tonics. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to create a gin that went well with gin and tonics. So Mm -hmm. People get a lot of misconception with gin and yes. think they either had a bad college experience, that <laughs> it's going to taste like a Christmas tree, so and, and people just have this bad vendetta on they gin. Do. I'm yeah. like, gin is just vodka's older brother. That's so true. I love gin, and every time I order a drink with gin, people look at me like, are you an old lady? It's like, no, I just, <laughs> just gin. <laughs> So our Not gin bad. is very citrus forward. Ooh, we hand like zest grapefruit and lemon and ginger and perfect. Oh my god, this sounds so good. Yeah. yeah. So amazing. we wanted to try and create a community within um, our products as well. Got so. it. So starting it out with rum, it was just essentially advantage to like because nobody else is doing it. Let's set ourselves apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. So you mentioned um, like outsourcing, you know, all the different ingredients. Mm-hmm. How do you look for, um, I guess, those sources? And like, mm-hmm. what are the questions you ask yourself before you? Well, we try and use local first. So mm-hmm. we get like all of our corn that we use for our bourbon and whiskey um, down okay. in Shelbyville, Indiana. So of corn here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of corn here. Um, Ooh, great. <laughs> but that's more what my husband does um mm-hmm. just we've created great partnerships yeah and mm-hmm. he went to um like distiller school up in michigan oh, we okay. um have like a mentor that we talk yeah. with monthly and um he helps like a lot of the big businesses that are down mm-hmm. in kentucky so he's very awesome. resourceful nice. um and he's helped us out or pointed us in the right direction and given us different contacts too. That's good. That's yeah. great. I love that. Yeah, I think especially outsourcing like locally, that's right. great because like, I think that's what a lot of local business trying to do. Like, let's make sure if we are bringing ourselves up, let's bring all the other local businesses mm-hmm. up together because it's a community. Like, right. Franchises and big businesses are different, but like local businesses, it's like we have to support so we each have to other. Stick we have to stick together. <laughs> exactly. There's, it's, I hope that all the other small distilleries can hopefully learn and realize that we're we're not each other's competition. Yeah. We want to fight mm-hmm. against Jim Beam and you know, the bigger brands. For so sure. Yeah. All of us little Definitely. ones can rise up yeah. together. You know, this this is a very good point. And I will say just as like 
a customer. Yeah. Like every time I go to an event and I see like sponsored by Tito's, I'm just like, but why? Because <laughs> they got the money. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, but it's just like, can you, can, you could have like, I don't know. Like Gone I understand, locally. I understand like throwing on an event is expensive. You need like sponsors that, you know, yeah. will, will cover those expenses. But at the same time, I'm just like, well, we, even just we like have... menu placement, mm-hmm. it's like you yeah. have to like pay to play, and it's like, yeah. like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember. I think the biggest one when we went to Forbes event a few years ago. Oh my god! I think before pandemic. Um, yes, and everything was like just Tito's. Everything was Tito's. Yeah, it's like special Tito's. I was like, I don't even if know. If I'm gonna do vodka week. though, I'm gonna do Tito's. I guess so. Yeah, but I was like, well, this is insane. I will not um, do. um well you're from europe so it makes total sense (laughs) um i think that's the other thing it's like you made a good point saying distilleries and breweries like we're not each other's competition each distillery brings a different environment space right that people attend like because when i go if i'm going out for a drink it just depends on what kind of vibe i'm looking for right Mm -hmm. and it's like oh i want to like go chill here i'm walking by ccic building i want to have a drink here Mm -hmm. um and it's Every brewery, every distillery has a different space and different people that are out there. It's like, oh, I want to hang out with these people and just like chill. And I love that. Like, that's one big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious about something. Yeah. It's a little off topic. Um, how, how are you familiar with um, the moonshine culture in Europe? I'm not. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is probably, probably going to be very alarming for you. <laughs> professional but (laughs) in my culture i'm from czech republic Mm -hmm. um my um like my dad my all my uncles all like my male friends (laughs) they have um like they make their own moonshine Mm -hmm. um i mean especially if you like live in a village and you have land and you like grow your own fruit Mm -hmm. right usually you know so what my dad does he just like gets all this fruit fermented on his own mm-hmm. and then he just like takes it to a guy who has the distilling equipment oh just you know so he doesn't do it himself okay so he so has he, he like ferments the, like all this stuff you know like he like makes like he gets the process he makes the mixture, yeah yeah like makes sense. Of, of the mixture it's called of a ferment fruit. you're right yeah yeah, yeah. Or a mash yes thank you <laughs> um and then takes it to the guy there, there's just like this one guy for this village that like, everybody goes to. Everyone knows the guy. The guy. Exactly. I mean. He's doing it all the way around. He ends up with just like the strongest moonshine on the planet. And then just ends up mixing it with water because it's so strong that like he can't. We, none of us can. Well, when it comes off the still, yeah. We yeah. cut ours with um, RO water as well. Yeah. No to get it to oh. whatever proof we yes. either want it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. So, mm-hmm. okay. So, it's usually very concentrated and mm-hmm. then you have to cut it yeah. with water yeah. just to be like, oh, this is like 70% or 60%, yep. yeah. which seems a lot. But yeah. And then, um, <laughs> okay. So, often like after everybody's done, you know, with their, we call it Slovice. Mm-hmm. When you're done with your Slovice, you start this exchange program. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody just needs and to try have, different yeah. flavor profiles. Yeah, yeah. Exchange and, program. And, it's, and I feel like Czech people have like a little bit of an alcoholism problem. But <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. But yeah, like, you know, people come together to just like do different taste tests. But because it's so strong, you know, it, everybody gets drunk. So oh. oh, yeah. But I mean, that's like, obviously, it's illegal to distill here. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, like homebrewers. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Like brewing your own beer yeah. and like bottling it and bringing mm-hmm. it and sharing it. Yeah, very I just similar. Wanted to let you know that this exists. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> if you if you ever come to Europe, you're probably gonna if you if you talk to locals, yeah, someone's going to in, invite you, you over, give you a very mysterious shot, and just ask. You to drink it. <laughs> it's so strong. I remember her dad sent few to I us, so we drank it. it. Yeah, like I think after like third shot, we were gone. I was like. <laughs> What is this? And this recorder is actually on online, so you can see us getting faded <laughs> by the funny. thin shot. It's like this is insane. Um, but yeah. yeah, sorry, back to. Oh no, you good? <laughs> it, 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 it's a clue distilling, so I love it. Um, so I was reading a couple of articles. So it mentioned that you guys have all woman crew um, bartending team. Yeah. Um, so how did that come about? And it didn't start out that way. Okay. It just kind of. It just happened. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So I manage eight ladies. Um, So there's one, two that are full-time, and then the rest are part-time or have other jobs, and this is their creative outlet. I love it. Um, But yeah, we are all female behind the bar at eighth day right now. I love it. So if we ever have to hire somebody, do you guys specifically look for, uh, like, a female, a lady to like join, no, or just like it just we've happens. We've had, we've had, well, Matt included. Yeah. Um, we've had four guys behind the bar oh, since okay. we've opened. So gotcha. Gotcha. We're not excluding the yeah. male. <laughs> we just love the just the happened. woman energy right now. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's also going to me personally as a consumer. I feel like if I go to a distillery or bar and I see a bartender who's a lady, and it's like I feel mm-hmm. a little bit this arm not that i don't with males it's like yeah. i'm just like oh this is nice like i yeah. can talk to you like this is cool yeah. like tell me what you like <laughs> yeah i will eat i will drink that same thing yeah it's oh. also um it's i think it's very rare to offer to have like bartending as a full-time position so mm-hmm. yeah. it's really great yeah. of you guys to do that yeah yeah no that's nice i love it um so how long you've been in business now about like we signed our lease in 2015. 2015. So we fun. launched with our rum and then our gin in 2016. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So about so, eight years you've been ish yeah. in business. We, weird thing. Yeah. Indiana has a law where you could not open a bottle shop or tasting room. You had to be established in distribution for three years. What? Prior to opening a bottle shop or cocktail bar. Why? Is it because like in case you would poison somebody and, and like within the three years and then you'll be okay. Ah, Indiana <laughs> and their laws. Indiana has it's the weirdest laws. It's just so funky and like there crazy. seems like there's no rhyme or reason. It's yeah. just like this is what it is. Yeah. That's crazy. It yeah. just seems like they just want to keep businesses to like specific mm-hmm. people. Yes. Like So yeah. during that three year wait they mitigated, mitigated that from three year to a year and a half. Okay. okay. So um <laughs> we gotta get moving right. so um yeah. we opened our bottle shop and cocktail bar summer of 2018 okay so oh, nice. um june 17th we will celebrate our uh five-year anniversary for oh, our nice. bottle shop and cocktail bar oh wow yeah so Perfect. now knowing what you know now um mm-hmm. is are there things that you would have done differently if you have to start it all over or you're like okay the way you did it would have been the best way because you learned some things along the way um Everyone told us, and by everyone, I mean Matt and I would just travel to different distilleries that had been 
established for a while. We drove up to um, Wisconsin. We yeah. drove up to Michigan. We drove up to Chicago. Yeah. And just, do you have time to like tell us what we should and shouldn't do? Yeah. Everyone said, get more space than you think you need. Okay. And we're like, okay. They're like, get double the, the space that oh, wow. you think you'll need. Yeah. And we're like, there's no way in hell we're going to use all of this space. Yeah, you just And when we signed empty. our lease, we had 7,000 square feet and we thought, this is huge. Yeah. It's so much space. And now we're just hiding things in CC. <laughs> <laughs> our landlord's probably excited we actually signed a lease. They're like, oh, you're actually paying for this now. <laughs> <laughs> so we will hopefully be a little more organized, but that was one thing that, that people said, mm-hmm. get more space than you think you need. And I think we thought that there's no way we'll use all of this space. Yeah. 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 I guess you were fine when you started it and then eventually you needed to expand more because, yeah, you were yeah. like storing barrels and stuff. Can people find eight day bottles in the, in the shelf? Yeah. yeah. We distribute. So, also in the state of Indiana, um, as a <laughs> distillery, you can't self distribute. So, you go Maybe. through a distributor. What? Okay. So, it's so a you can't just like sell it. Wine. So a distributor huh. comes to Eighth Day. Yeah. Picks up what they need. Uh-huh. They either inventory that at their warehouse, and then they distribute that out to different bars, restaurants, and liquor stores. So I can't. When you say self distribute, I can't go to a distillery and buy Correct. a bottle. Yes. But you can't like go and give it to a local shop and be like here. Right. I feel like that's just. The same it's, thing, right? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to know what but the reason is. But we have a, dis- or a distributor that we like and have a close relationship yeah. that yeah. we've been with yeah. since we started. So That's good. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's probably because to keep the distribution people in check, in a business still, um, like there's a middleman. Otherwise, I think the best way will be like you guys having your own trucks where you go right. like, drop right. it off yourself. It's like... Uh, do we pay someone to do that exactly and, and handle and all take that? A cut, yeah, or do we invest in, you know, more people to fulfill that job plus equipment for that job? And you have to inventory vehicles. all that and see where yeah. it goes, where it needs to go. Yeah, the, yeah. Still, it would be nice to have that option, right? Like, yeah, decide True. for yourself instead of right. It's like you have to work with instead somebody. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it worked for you though. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. working. Yeah, yeah, no. no. I'm sure everyone here has heard of Skillshare before, but just in case you haven't, Skillshare is an online learning community where you can learn a ton of skills. I used it in the past to hone graphic design skills, specifically the Procreate classes taught by Mimi Chow. So if there is a new skill you want to grow or an old skill you want to get better at, head over to Skillshare.com and use promo code ANNUAL30AFF for 30% off of your annual subscription. But yes, the Bottle Shop and Cocktail Bar is where you can find mm-hmm. our whole lineup. Nice. Distribution, we don't have everything that we offer at the Bottle Shop and Cocktail Bar. So a little bit different. We just can't keep up with the supply and demand of nice. brown spirits. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's good. It, it is a good thing. Yeah. We um, have distributed um, bourbon. Okay. So we just have a limited supply. Um, you can find it at a couple different restaurants gotcha, gotcha. Um, around town okay yeah that's good yeah i've seen i think i've seen eight day destroy like um, local grocery stores that i usually go to and it's like okay yeah, like this is perfect um i love buying local distillery and beer um also because my dad only knows 
Heineken or Crown Royal <laughs> and all that stuff. So I love like taking new things to him. We're like, here, try this, Dad. Like, there's yeah. so much stuff happening in Indianapolis. <laughs> like, you don't have to like just have Crown, like Royal, oh, whatever God. it's called. Um, I always, every time I go home, I like bring beer. Yeah. For my dad, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Why are you bringing more wood to the forest?" <laughs> <laughs> Because it's something different. Exactly. Yeah. I guess parents don't. It's like we we do a bigger thing, but I guess not. Um, So you guys rotate your menu. Yes. Um, How often do you do that? And what what is the process? I guess what the process was and what is the process It's so fun when we do a new menu. (laughs) So we have a new menu that will roll out a week from Thursday. Okay. uh, The 25th? Yes, 25th. One of these days. Um, (laughs) Next Thursday. And so this Sunday, yeah. we have what we call a team shakedown. Uh-huh. So I basically say, all right, Jen, and I draw a name and I'm like, Adrian, you yeah. have Jen. So yeah. you have to come to the shakedown with ingredients. Mm-hmm. So make your own simples. We always have citrus and juice on hand. Nice. We have, you know, the simple stuff that we that we have or yeah. things that we had on the past menu. Yeah. But if you want anything specific, you bring your ingredients you come with a shaken and a stirred cocktail. Gotcha. If you're feeling frisky, which a lot of the girls do, they bring well, you're supposed to bring two. A lot of times they bring like four. Oh, so <laughs> we shake everything up. We but, present it in the glassware yeah. with the garnish. Take some photos of it. Beautiful. Um, my brother-in-law is a great um, photographer, so he takes photos for us, awesome. and then um, we taste test them. Oh, and so it's so fun. Matt and I feed the team, and we hang out, and we eat. And we drink, and then we go through the lineup, and yeah. you have to come up with a name okay, and your ingredient. So you send all of that to me the Friday before we all get together. Yeah. I print everything out so that we can take notes. Yeah, um, But sense. we look for, like, the color. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want everything to be like yellow. Yeah. 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 So we try and, like, we even think differentiate about that, it. it yeah. And then um, at the end, we go through and we count up our glassware, and we say, okay, we have... Six drinks that are all in rocks glasses. How can we still do this drink but put it in a Nick and Nora or mm. put it in a tiki glass? Gotcha. So, um, but it's really fun. Well, that's yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So and how everyone's do everyone's able to be creative? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And also giving them the opportunity to come up with a drink right. that's yeah. their their creative outlet, like they want yep. to build on it. Um, so when you test drinking, is there something that you're drinking or? smelling in between to you know how like when you have a sushi Mm -hmm. and you have a ginger to cleanse your palate um no we just have water Uh and then just take the next (laughs) usually we just get a shit ton of kingdom pizzas yeah (laughs) (laughs) perfect it's good yeah like have the carbs to soak up the alcohol like all right let's do all that (laughs) we've done it in years past and i was like start eating food when we do this yeah uh-huh. we're drinking a lot yeah that makes sense um but we also do um a mocktail category so okay. someone will, someone brings um different mocktails so we've been incorporating mocktails i feel like although cocktails are way more popular than mocktails um mocktails are getting more and more popular so we mm-hmm. offer at least four mocktails every um cocktail menu we switch that Switch out our menu every nine to eleven weeks. Okay, so winter, spring, summer. That's beautiful. How will you? What is your take on mocktails? Um, that is becoming a big 
thing mm-hmm. now um considering like it's a mocktail so it's not a you know it doesn't have alcohol that you guys right. are producing but again that's something that people loving it there's still the cocktails mm-hmm. um i guess what is do you have any take on it or just like it's it brings people in still regarding i don't think it's a big like money maker yeah however i think it's a great way to have everyone inclusive if they're Mm. not drinking for health reasons or if they're pregnant or sure yeah they're just trying out sober october yeah it's a way for them to still feel included in an atmosphere that's only around alcohol that's true so it just gives them an option to and not single someone out if they're just drinking like a sprite or a kombucha yeah i think that is a big thing like especially like if in indianapolis where there's still like not a lot to do but a lot to do but i think most of the times we end up going to like breweries or distilleries if you don't drink then it's like i will just have water or like we have friend who doesn't haven't drank for a really long time like and every time we have a party or something, I have to make sure. I was like, I have something else that's not alcoholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just always forget. Like, we had brunch and we did bottomless mimosa. I was like, shoot, I took a mimosa that is not alcoholic. <laughs> and go from there. But it's good to have places doing that. It's like, no, yeah. everybody can participate yeah. um, from yeah. there. No, that's beautiful. Um, I don't even know, like, what, like, non-alcoholic alcohol <laughs> is, you know, like... Yeah. Um, is there, have you been considering about making mm-hmm. your own? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be uh, gin based. Okay. Mm. But yeah, it's we've been doing a lot of research on it, mm-hmm. and um, Gavin, he's one of our head distillers. Him and I are kind of working on that project. Me too. To hopefully, roll something out um, in Q three. Yeah. Nice. That's the goal. Yeah. Nice. That would be awesome. Yeah. Even I doing think- an NA can. Yeah. Um, so we're expanding our canned cocktail line. So we oh, have. Beautiful. Um, two that are in the works one will roll out um this year and then one will save for next mm-hmm. year but yeah um when uh, so i feel like mocktails are like a little bit of a, a craze now that yeah. Like, yeah people are getting more familiar with the idea right yeah because uh, i remember back in 2016 when i moved here i was trying to find like a non-alcoholic option when i was driving because i don't want to drink and drive and she's very just, picky about that there's just, check. <laughs> there was just no options for me and i was just like yeah. oh, i'm gonna have this coke that i never drink because i don't want to <laughs> just have water <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah, that was hard i'm glad that there are options here now mm-hmm. um i was gonna ask something else but i forgot it I so mean, we can <laughs> jazz up our mocktails so they look like like if yeah. someone came in and saw all of us mm-hmm. drinking they wouldn't be able to say not drinking right. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah yeah that's, that's true good. um i remember what i was gonna ask so uh i feel like just like mocktails like in around 2020 there was like a big craze around seltzers oh yeah mm-hmm. um I love seltzers. is it something that you've been considering um about producing as well so our Do canned you? cocktails <laughs> um it's not necessarily a seltzer. It's just uh-huh. a canned cocktail. So we do our um, gin and tonic. We make our own in-house tonic, and we oh, sweeten yeah. it with agave. Oh, so nice. it's um, more chichona bark okay. that's okay. Um, in the tonic. It's, I mean, it's the OG, so <laughs> it's, it's the best. But um, the other canned cocktail that we have is called the Earl, mm-hmm. and 
funny story about the Earl. Yeah. In 2019, we did a March Madness cocktail bracket. Okay. So at the beginning of March, we started out with 16 cocktails. Got to. Every weekend, we took off two mm-hmm. cocktails by um, sales. Okay. Yeah. So oh, the Earl yeah. won the cocktail bracket. Oh. And it's Earl Grey tea, honey, lemon, and gin. Oh, wow. Bad. And so we can that up, and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I feel like when we go to, like, festivals and off-site events, the Earl typically sells. Right. Much quicker, yeah. 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 Does it also have a caffeine in it? Oh, it does have a little gotcha. bit from the Earl Grey, yeah. but um, with all of the other ingredients. It just yeah. subdues it, yeah. We no. did a seasonal cocktail with um, Tinker Coffee. Yeah. Oh. Uh, love Tinker. We use Tinker when we do um, yeah. any coffee or cold brew in our cocktails, mm-hmm. but um, it's Tinker Cold Brew, our gin, and ginger beer, okay. and each can has about half a cup of caffeine. That's amazing. Yeah. I had no idea. A little upper, a little downer. Yeah. (laughs) Balance it out. Yeah, balance it out. It's like perfect for like tailgating season. Absolutely. Yeah. Get get up and you want to start your ski session (laughs) in the lake at 9 a.m. Have a little coffee with a little gin. Yeah. That sounds great. I had no idea that you guys also did the can like cocktails and all that. Like that's a, that's where we should have a meeting when we have a Sunday. We have food and there you go. Um, have you considered expanding into also serving food? That's a whole nother ball game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, like a whole new permits, right? <laughs> like that's a whole thing. Yes. We as eighth day would not Make- open a kitchen, but we would entertain the idea if someone right. like an established yes. uh Makes sense. restaurant or whatever wanted to come in and open a spot within us. Kind of yeah. how like Sun King had the yeah, test kitchen, and margarita, that and yeah. 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 Have you seen the Sun King here? Um, they have a test kitchen mm-hmm. where they have like three. They like out rotate the restaurants. Yeah, um, I love it. I love going there. Um, no, that's actually a good idea. So, opening having a business that's the story. I'm assuming you guys have to deal with a lot of permits and licensing and yeah. all that. Do you outsource that? Um, no. My no. husband does all of that. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot bless of paperwork. Bless his heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's not so only do we have to get um, kind of permission or anytime we do like a new label, we yeah. have to... Every time we have to do a new label? Oh, yeah. We have to go through the state and go through the feds. That's crazy. It's a lot. Why? Is it because... It doesn't have to be safe. Everyone as... just has everything has to be regulated. You have to it's send to off approved. samples yeah. to like, I mean, you're serving like yeah. things that you make. Yeah, but it'd yeah. be like you know, a baker has to be licensed and like you yeah. can't just like sell or make stuff in your kitchen and sell it. Yeah, but I feel like the label. I guess it makes sense, but in my head, it's like if you are coming, you're rotating your menu like eleven weeks, and if you also rotating the cans like then you have to have a whole new that label. takes like a whole that's a different thing. ball game yeah, yeah. so our cocktail insane. menu is just like seasonal yeah mm-hmm. and then anytime we roll out a new product we have to get label approval mm-hmm. recipe approval and that can take anywhere from six to 12 weeks that's crazy yeah it makes total sense. Um, yeah. But it is, it's a whole process that you have to yeah. think about the timeline. Like, this is how much long it's going to take. And then it's going to get produced. And then it's going to be distributed. And mm-hmm. Right. They... We can everything and we bottle everything and label everything. I mean, we have like a little machine that yeah, helps to do us it. do it. Yeah. But all by hand. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what is the longest you've had 
um, any of your spirits aged in a barrel for? We still have some in a yeah. barrel. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we started out um, barreling our bourbon in 30 gallons. Mm-hmm. It takes less time to age in a smaller barrel. Now yeah. everything is in 53-gallon barrels. Mm-hmm. So um, we still have a few things. We do have a pineapple rum that I'm really excited about. Oh. love pineapples. Oh, love. <laughs> <laughs> a pineapple tattoo. I love it. <laughs> um, and that has been in there since 2018 or 19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, so um, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I know when that happens. Yeah, <laughs> we keep talking about it, and it's been a while since we've sampled. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you have to sample it just to see when it's kind of done. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow! Typically, we like all of our bourbon is aged in between three and four years gotcha. that we're pulling now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! I, I had no idea the small barrels age quicker. Like yeah. that's a that makes sense. Yeah. Does yeah. it? I I guess it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> It's less surface. Like less, yeah. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. That's where it gets it's all like, its coloring from. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. different char levels inside barrels. So it's like... It's a whole... That's what my husband's size. like. Yeah. You yeah. want to geek out? Yeah. yeah. I'm glad he's not here because I don't think I would be able to geek out that. I could, but I will get too much in like deep levels. Like, oh yeah, I think I'm out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Our production okay. crew is awesome. They have... There's... Three distillers, and then there's um, two other that like bottle and pull samples and like package and wow. ship stuff in and out. And we're constantly getting new barrels to mm. fill, and then shipping out barrels oh, or yeah. bottles and boxes. So that's crazy. Is there like a it. is it like a barrel exchange program? Where <laughs> 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 you can just like you know because I thought it would be interesting. Like, like the other businesses, yeah. like here, take this, like, let us try your barrel. There's a hint of this now with this <laughs> <laughs> we do um like a barrel share program that's um like you can come in and essentially like pick or buy a barrel yeah and what oh. we do is at six months you get a bottle at year you get a bottle at two year you get a bottle mm-hmm. at the end of four years you get a case okay. so like if from six months to year four you have a bottle gotcha oh wow and then so we have um like my husband's all of his high school buddies yeah they went in and like bought a barrel together yeah and so it's just neat because you know they're all childhood friends yeah, and they yeah, all yeah. have like the same bottle that they can talk sure. and geek yeah. out yeah that's nice. wow i did not know that existed that's an that. awesome program yeah <laughs> that's great um so you've been entrepreneur um i'm assuming everybody who's entrepreneur don't grow up to be like i'm gonna own a business and then we end up doing it it was like why did we do this and now we're here. <laughs> what's the hardest part have been for you to be like entrepreneur who's owned their business and not only own it employ people that you are responsible of um like That's how hard yeah just I, I period bet. in yeah. general um i don't know i was neither one of us went to school to like manage people yeah. or do like all of the books and mm. it's there's so many factors and things that go into a business where you're literally like okay today I was the janitor and I made the schedule for all the girls and I went grocery shopping for the bar mm. and I ordered other things for this and it's we're we're needing to like delegate and have other people do those things so that yeah. we can st- take a step back and actually work 
on the business yeah. instead of being so far in the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's so hard to like let it go when it it's is. been your baby for so long. I yeah, okay. I, I think that's been the hardest part here as well because we've been in business for about eight years, starting a part time where we. Mm-hmm wore all the hats and then slowly it was like okay now this person can do it but sometimes it's just easier it's like i'm gonna not take a step back and look at overall i'm just gonna go right. pick this up from this from kroger like it's just easier <laughs> it's a task done i just have to drive and get in i'm like no no there's a bigger thing we've slowly done. been delegating more and more yeah. and i think our team appreciates that mm-hmm. to like oh they have the confidence in me to actually like yes, do true. all of this and get mm-hmm. this done and now Matt's like, the guys in the back don't even need me. <laughs> I'm like, babe, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is good. It is, yeah, it's good. But I, I can totally see it. Be like, oh, I used to do this all the time, and uh-huh. then yeah, I do I'm like, trust there them. There are a hundred other things that you could do or yeah. need to do. <laughs> yeah, no, always. But they're not fun things. Mm-mm. So I think delegation is <laughs> always the hard part. People don't talk about it. It's like delegating things. It's difficult because you have to trust somebody mm-hmm. and you trust and you have to show them and trust them like they will do the way you want to do and trust that it will change the way they do it because it works for them and it works better because i may not have looked at it differently and it's like and it's fine right like, i'm fine with this the way it has changed um but yeah that thing that's yeah what's your favorite part of being an entrepreneur oh Meeting all of the cool people. Yeah. Yeah. Especially you being extrovert. You're just like, yeah, yeah. Like, ha- hanging out with people. We have um, a local artist that comes in every quarter that we house. Um, they just hang up their stuff, whatever sells. They nice. like. Nice. Go from there. Yeah. Yeah. And so just creating, like having a community and the people that we've met and the friendships that we've, mm-hmm. that we have. Yeah. It's just like, or just talking with someone and it's like, hey, you should meet so-and-so. And then, yeah. like, how finding out how small of a world it really is. Oh, yeah. For sure. Indianapolis, especially. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, like, going out. Like, we went to dinner with my brother and sister-in-law, and they were like, hey, you guys own Eighth Day. And my brother-in-law was teasing. He was like, you're getting recognized. <laughs> 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 I'm like, they come in all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you better recognize me outside of the bar. <laughs> No, but it's it's humbling too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet, sure. especially doing it for so many years. Like, yeah. yes, being recognized for something that you are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, yep. That's that's always. I'm pretty sure. Like, I was also prideful. It's like, yeah, like our baby. They just really like people know about it. People come in, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's cute. That's awesome. Oh, sorry. I thought you had something, oh, but yeah. Um, so doing like all doing this. Um, so how have you personally grown from a like? I, I'm assuming you're a very different person you were before to compare to you are now. Um, time management. Time management. Oh my, God. my goodness, it's it's such a blessing and a curse. Yeah, working with your significant other. Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Um, but. Trying to, like, I feel like just self-reflecting. Him and I are doing a lot of Mm self-reflect right now. Um, Trying to differentiate, like, okay, this is our home. This is our work. How do we find that sweet spot in the middle? Yeah. But still keep each other accountable. Makes sense. 
Do you find, like, do you find time where you just have... I'm preaching to the choir. <laughs> yeah, her and Chris, they're married. So they come in together, yes. work together and leave oh, together. Yeah. And then we have another business together. Yeah. Two of them. <laughs> so see each other often. Yeah. yeah. We so, have business meetings in the bedroom. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, to find time. <laughs> so how do you find a time where, like, I'm assuming everybody needs like their own time mm-hmm. uh, when you guys are not working together and also you have a two-year-old that you're raising mm-hmm. together like how what do you guys do to make sure like i'm gonna unwind and just be like in my own space uh, do you have a routine that you follow or recommend people i'm to a do? night owl and oh, are he you? Okay. is not <laughs> so it works out very lovely good. because he wakes up early in the morning yeah and he has his coffee time a lot yeah. of times he doesn't do things for himself. He may go on a run. Yeah, yeah, but a yeah. lot of times he's on his computer and like researching or doing computer work or whatever By himself. he needs yeah, to do. Like, But yeah. he's in his element. Yeah. Um, and then when I wind down, I like put my daughter to bed. Mm-hmm. He goes to bed. We have a little time together. And yeah. then he goes to bed and then I pick up house, pack lunches, and then I either sit and read or... Binge on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Binging Netflix is perfect. Yeah. It's great. So that's like our time. My sister and brother-in-law and niece are in town. So last night I got a little sister and me time. And it was lovely. Nice. Got some mani-pedis and grabbed dinner. Nice. It was nice. What do you guys do? (laughs) (laughs) Like when you're not seeing each other 24-7. Well... Now that we have, so we, apart from having the normies mm-hmm. um, and, you know, it being a business that we all own, uh, we have a sauna bus called Sauna Social. Shut up, that's you guys. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must have seen it on Amelia Park. Oh, like, my park gosh. There. It's yeah. parked outside of Fulling. It's, oh, yeah. It was parked on yeah. Mass Ave yeah. this weekend. It was at Our Stomping pit. Ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we go around. Yeah. Um, so that's been a thing now that kind of like it splits our time because we don't have there only one person has to be there at a time. Yeah. So I mean I get my alone time. Oh, oh whatever. Okay, yeah. Chris that makes is sense. on the buzz and then mm-hmm. you know the, vice versa. Yeah, mm-hmm. and vice versa. But um I'm actually I feel like I identify more with your husband. <laughs> Cuz I like to well I used to I don't know what happened to me but I used to be like a very morning person and I would just wake up early and I would be very productive, you know, like just like like productive in a way that would like be fulfilling for me, right. you know, yeah. not work yeah. but yeah. doing something for myself. Um and now I'm just like I just need sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess I have too much to do. So yeah. Um but yeah, my husband has a sleeping disorder, so he actually doesn't sleep, and I feel like that's how he lives his oh. life. <laughs> Same with my husband. Oh, great. There must be something going on. He just listens to podcasts. I'm like, can you get any more dorky? <laughs> I love podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you make you fall asleep, then go for it. Mm. Make whatever works. I don't know if they do. I think it just, like, sets his mind at ease. Mm. Instead enough. of laying there thinking, I should be asleep. Why am I Sleep. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. And then you're like, "Well, I'm doing something productive." And it's like, if I fall asleep, great. If oh, I'm there's one times he can't sleep. He gets up at three thirty in the morning. Oh my and god, that's crazy. At the distillery, I'm like, I can't insane. identify to that. I will fall asleep here if given a chance. Yeah, like, same. <laughs> and like, tell me, I'll close oh, yeah, my eyes. This and is I'm soft. Dead. I could like, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> I love listening to podcasts or like audiobooks when I go to sleep. Yeah, because I feel like it just makes me like think about something that's yeah. like i 
don't usually think about. Makes sense. And it kind of like turns your brain off into, without turning your brain yes, off. Same. Yes. It yeah. like really puts me to bed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And then my earplugs just fall out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's both really... both of our parents are in town, so it's awesome. They, yeah. um, my in laws take our daughter. Oh, nice. And my niece, they have um, sleepovers once a month. Oh, good. So we get a date night out. <laughs> yeah. Aww. I think that's helpful, that's like especially like how expensive childcare is. It's like uh-huh. having Take-out. your parents in laws. It's like. Yes, please. We're very, very blessed. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and they get to see their grandparents. It's like, it's two yep. hours in one store. Like, yeah, let's go it. Yep. That's perfect. <laughs> um, so running your business, however, like long you have, what is something that you learn you will not compromise on, whatever the circumstances may come through? Um, oh, like, man. and you mentioned the quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Quality over, yeah, it's like, yeah. I think that would be our our big thing yeah we don't want to buy bourbon from someone else someone else and put our label on it we actually want to we're an artisan distillery so Mm -hmm. by definition i mean we craft and make and create a product that we want to be proud of and that we want to actually say that it's ours yeah. and a hundred percent ours makes sense yeah. and so, you know what went into it it's like exactly if a question came up you know exactly what it is right yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense so, yeah crafting crafting and creating a yeah. product from a raw material mm-hmm. into a bottle for you to enjoy at home with friends like no that's no for sure mm-hmm. for sure um i know we're gonna be wrapping up here soon um where you said that you're looking into mocktails and all that stuff so where do you see it they destroy in like five years or long term do you want to have do you want to open up other branches expand to another city number one question yeah (laughs) (laughs) that people ask they're like can you please open a place in barkersville can you open a place on the north side i'm like gotta run the space that we have yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah it's like you need more people it's like it's just too much yes. yeah um it's all the problems that we have mm-hmm. are good problems yeah. to have as a small business um it's just you know finding a ninth day in the week yeah. to get things done <laughs> but um in the next five years, we would love to expand our spirit lineup, our can lineup. We yeah. would love to have an event space where we host smaller weddings yeah. um, or just whatever you would like it to be yeah. um, to tailor to that. Yeah. We'd love to have another location. And maybe if that's just a partnership with another um, place that's already established yeah. that we um, kind of shake hands on and mm. and open a i don't know a pizza place slash distillery yeah wherever yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah do you have a location in mind or is it gonna be just a matter of what comes through or go just, from there yeah yeah whatever happens yeah. there's nothing like in the works but uh-huh. yeah keeping your options open right. that makes sense um and are you both from indianapolis is that why yeah. you started eight okay we yeah. are sweethearts oh <laughs> you. i love it uh we've been together it'll be 21 years this year oh, wow okay yeah yeah i mean if the business is, is keeping you together after pandemic then yeah like <laughs> i feel like i'm like working together is the one big thing it's like how do we work with each other because work ethic is a whole different thing we make it work and we have an 
amazing team. So yeah, they, it sounds like it. Yeah. And I love that you um, keep like your employees included even like in like crafting those cocktails and like deciding like the decision making process of like what actually happens. Mm-hmm. I love that because it probably makes them feel have an input. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it makes them feel included in like the identity of the company itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a creative huge. outlet yeah. for them too. Like I yeah. said earlier, like most of them have nine to five jobs, so yeah. this is their way to kind of express their creativity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was we're gonna. A li- we're a little family, Spencer. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. I hope that inspired you guys to visit your local distillery and support them because they are awesome people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank no. you so much for having me. We would love anyone and everyone to come down. We um so if you Google Eighth Day Distillery, the whole entire so we talked about CCIC, which stands for Circle City Industrial Complex. That building is the same address. We all have different suite numbers. Oh, yes. gotcha. So we are right off Brookside. Mm-hmm. It's um, Street Access Suite D zero six. D zero six. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, uh, they used to have a Winter's Farmer market there, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. I do miss this Winter's Farmer's market. I do market. miss Yeah. Well, I just selfishly miss it because it was, I right could there. roll out of bed and literally roll there. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Now I can't find, like, summer market, like, last year I couldn't find where it was. It was like, I couldn't, like, where? Garfield Park happen? Farmer's Market. Oh, okay. That's where it is. And there's so many, like, businesses around Eighth Day, especially, like, women-owned businesses yeah. to go visit mm-hmm. um and as well as at like garfield farmer's market too i love yeah. it i feel yeah. like there's like there's little pockets in indianapolis where you can like plan your whole day around mm-hmm. visiting like in ccic there's so much to do um, well just over on the near east side and yeah. yeah 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 and it's like all walkable distance from each other it's mm-hmm. very walk like walkable area oh where like you're not crossing like a major intersection mm-hmm. on foot mm-hmm. or anything like that it's yeah. like it's a very nice area i think that's like i don't know about the other cities but i think a lot of cities have those pockets where you can style like this side door bagel like get a bagel oh, and yeah. walk and have a class at somewhere like the glass blowing and then like go get a drink <laughs> yeah. and then like have a pizza like this just you can you don't need to visit a whole different city or state you can make a whole day out of your own city oh, yeah. just find a there's pocket. very rare occasions where we cross over the like we say that the interstate where yeah. 65 and 70 split like yeah. that's our cutoff uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just like hang out in our own little pocket yeah. we, like this is it like hey, we walk around there. yeah absolutely we can have dinner and coffee and drinks and yeah yeah beautiful well thank you so much for coming jamie thank you so much yeah no this was exciting uh guys if you're watching this on youtube sadly our twitch is still down but we'll be back up in a few days um so you will find the podcast everywhere you listen podcast so all the audience will be going up there and now spencer is gonna help us roll out in here get ready we can't read because it's about time to speak your mind <laughs> yeah, I was gonna announce like we'll girls club. Bye. Oh yeah, sorry. Super secret girls club. <laughs>